Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. As always, I bring to you episode 97 of the. Shoot that shit. Shit the shit. You get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. I am your founder, host, creator of the Shooting the Shit STS podcast. And man, we're on the road to episode 100. This is going to be the 97th time that we record this podcast. And I really, really am excited for what's going on right now in the future currently. And we got so many things cooked up for you guys. Last week, we dropped episode 96, man, called Brothers with My Brother Virus, Nick. And uh, man, great numbers, great story. I hope you guys really take the time to listen to that one again uh if you guys haven't heard it was one of our deepest most sincere episodes that we've done addiction's no joke overcoming addiction's no joke and to stay sober is going to be a lifelong battle for everybody who has to deal with you know addictions of any type sobriety is um it's definitely brought some clarity in this household so i really hope you guys listen to this listen to the story um it was amazing and uh, i want to thank my brother for actually sharing that story with with us for the first time sharing it to the world he didn't have to share this with anybody and i think it was a good honest conversation between two men and i really hope you guys enjoyed it and i really hope you guys enjoy our sponsor monkey small check repair at 30 1331 East Truxton Avenue. Get your AC service. Get your tires done. Get any car service you need repairs. Every, they do everything there. It's local and family owned. That's 1331 East Truxton Avenue. Monkey Small Chicken Repair. When you mention the STS podcast, make sure you get your $10 off. That's what they're offering to our listeners. $10 off. And if you're listening to this right now, speaking of listeners, this is the exclusive audio. The exclusive audio is always a pleasure to do. I love doing it for you guys. Without the audio listeners, man, we ain't shit. And returning listeners, welcome back to the show. Every week you guys are coming back. The numbers are there. And I see you guys, man. I really appreciate it. Again, we're doing this because this is a weekly therapy, man. This is the things that are going on in the world that we wanted to discuss. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes it's in the pop code. But you know what? Welcome to the show to the new listeners. Again, I am your host, Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. If you haven't, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and please visit the website, bookec3.com. That's right, bookec3.com is open for business. You can find every STS podcast episode there, and you can also find exclusive merchandise. Sign up for the mailing list, and you can get your exclusive coupon code there and yes that's right if you sign up for the mailing list you're also going to be entered into a raffle on september 30th we're going to be raffling off 100 dollars, raffling off 100 dollars to everybody who enters that mailing list real easy to find on the homepage of bookec3.com homepage go all the way to the bottom enter your email address you're entered that's all you have to do man and merchandise is going really really well the traffic's going really really well uh we wanted to get the dj services and you know the podcast and the merchandise all in one spot and it took time it was a vision that you know cultivated over the last year or so but i really knew that we had to be legit if you ain't shit i'm sorry you ain't shit if you ain't legit so we have to go legit to make this you know official to take us over to that next boundary. There's always there's always things that we have to do. There's always something bigger to 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 strive for and to accomplish. And I'm really, really proud of the website. Really proud of the numbers it's doing. And um, again, you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram um, and Twitter. STS Podcast 661. That's STS Podcast 661. And man, we got a special episode for you guys today. It's episode 97. And I got one of the original guests here at the STS Podcast. I believe it was episode 7 or 8. Pablo the Shark Rubio out of Whittier, California. He's a pro boxer. Just made his big, big, t- big, big comeback, actually. Sorry, say that four times. Big, 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 big comeback. And, you know, if you guys are kind of into the social media game, especially with boxing, you're going to see that he's been getting crazy numbers with Fools Gone Wild. They sponsored him for the last fight. Cypress Moreno came out and did the um, entrance music for him on his last fight in San Antonio. So it's going to be cool to catch up with Pablo, you know, shoot the shit for a second and just talk about what's going on in his comeback trail, what, you know, what he's been working on the last two or three years. If the pandemic's affected any fighter, it has affected Pablo the Shark Rubio, but I think he's going to over 
overcome that. He's gonna shine, shine you know, shine brighter than he's ever shined before. So that's gonna be fun. To, again, this is gonna be the exclusive party, uh, exclusive audio pod. Once you guys get through this, I will ha- definitely have that interview with Pablo the Shark Rubio. And I want to go first things first, man. Huh, I don't know if you guys have listened to this hip hop stuff that's coming now, but I want to tell you one album that we've been blessed with. Uh, I got it right here in my AirPod right now, and it's really rare for me to listen to to listen to these um, albums all the way through. It's really rare for me to find anything that I can really have the time and just sit down and listen to and dissect. And let me tell you guys right now, man, this album that I'm listening to repeatedly, I'm 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 not lying to you. It's probably been about 12, 13, 14 listens all the way through. No skips. It's this King Disease by Nasir Jones. Nasir Jones returning to the hip-hop game with King's Disease 2, the sequel. Man, Hip, hip Boy has definitely been that producer that Nas needed his whole career. And you guys have heard me. I have knocked Nas for his beat selection. That And that's always been the... the the president of my uh, my argument for Nas why he wasn't in that top um, ech- echelon of complete rappers. I mean, they say he's not a great MC. I always felt like his catalog lacked that production. But man, I'm I'm gonna eat my words. I want to admit that I'm wrong. And you know, here at the STS podcast, we're not here to change your opinion, your thoughts, your beliefs. I'm just stating my truth, and I will tell you the truth that. I, I, I gotta eat shit right now because I was wrong about Nasser Jones. This King Disease 2, man, awesome album. It's not one of these club anthems. You're not gonna find something your you know your girl can shake her ass to. Nothing like that, man. But it's it's pure hip hop. It's storytelling. It's beats. It's 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 word composition. It's schemes. It's 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 rhyming. It's flow. It's these pockets that he's he's rapping in. It's cadences. It's 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 everything. It's a complete album, y'all. It's and again, it's not it's it's not a party anthem. It's probably you know it has that you know the vibe TV with um a, a boogie with the hoodie and all that good stuff. That's a great that's a great song. But the art of hip hop is here, and it's so crazy that someone like Nas, who has a catalog that's damn near thirty years in the game, right, can still provide a new sound, a refreshing sound in hip hop today. And you know how it is right now. We and it still has that the triple hats and whatnot. He's still taking that production, and making it his own. That's the good thing about Hit Boy. Hit Boy has found that Nas sound inside this inside this this modern hip hop, and. It's a beautiful album. I can tell you right now, it kicks off with the pressure. It's a beautiful, beautiful cut. Uh, pressure on my shoulder weighs a ton. I love that one. Uh, Death Row East is a crazy, crazy song. Um, I think he kind of just, uh, what we always talked about. I know we always talk about Stretch. I kind of said him Tupac at the Quad Studio um, shooting back in 94, 95. And... Uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's him just having that storytelling ability. I really enjoyed it. The beats, again, this beat is crazy. I'm listening to it right now. And you know what's so crazy about Nas on this album, man? He makes it seem so effortless. Like, it's not even like he's trying to rap. He's just telling stories. He's just talking. It's like one of these Snoop Dogg things. Like, just like Snoop would do or Big. You, they're just talking to you, but they just happen to rhyme. And they happen to tell a story with the rhymes. 40 Sides, another great song that I really enjoy. It's OG Talk, and it really is that OG Talk. You could tell what the game that Nas is bringing. He's telling people the game, and I don't know if it's going to relate to everyone, but if you really love business, you really love the life that, you know, he's influenced throughout the years, you're going to really love this song, man. It's beautiful. Again, the production I'm listening to right now is so beautiful, man. And again, I'm not down that I I've always low key doubted Nas. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been like, hell oh, fuck, I wanna go bump some Nas. So for me to listen to this thing twelve times straight, good lord, with EPMD, we're back in business, shit your hair like Mike Pence's like EPMD's on your spinning that back and forth rap. Then you could tell this is where Jada and Styles got that influence from. And who knows? Maybe EPMD got that from Rub DMC, right? But just to hear it now. This 2021 world of hip hop, it's crazy. I love it. Eminem's on there. Eminem spits a crazy verse. You gotta rewind it a few times just to hear everything he's saying, the syllables that he's using, the word schemes that he's using. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Rare is one of my favorite joints on there. 
And you could tell, and this is what I love what Nas is doing. Nas is playing with the words on this one. Nas is really changing up the flow of the scheme. This is this whole different, this, is, this song is different from everything else on there. It's like, it's crazy. I'm listening to it now. You guys got to listen to Rare. Rare is really that one that, it's special. I would have bumped this five, ten years from now, I promise you. It's really, really special. Store Run is um, another one I really enjoyed. Again, uh, YKTV was another song. It, it's crazy to hear the modern cats with Nas over over these beats. It's it's a little bit like he's gaming back to the game. And that's what we need. We need that. It's, it's crazy how these artists can still shine. It's I think raps too. We discussed this before in the podcast. Rap is that is that genre where you get old. That means you're whack. But goddamn, y'all, you're the Rolling Stones. We got Garth Brooks still selling out stadiums. Why is it always in hip hop? The older they get, the wacky you get. They write you off, and you can't. They write you off, and you can't do what you do what you always do best, and that's rhyme, tell a story, and make people think about their life. Tell what you know. Share the stories of what's going on in your in, in your world. And it, oh man, one of my favorite songs on here too. You guys gotta check this out. It's called Moments. And it's man, Hitboy got the you know he got the trumpets in there. He got the hi hats in there. The bass line is sexy as fuck, yo. And Nas's Nas's voice, you know, and you gotta know when the real hip hop artists, the ones who are special, it, it it it's so rare nowadays. It's it's hard to explain how their voice is a uh, is an addition to the production. It's another instrument that we're listening to. It's not in the way. It's not cluttering everything. It's it just makes it complete. And it's so crazy how Nas is doing that on this album, y'all. I think you guys gotta listen to Lauren Hill's verse on Nobody. If you really dissect what Miss Hill is saying, it's like, why is it? Why is she wrong for still carrying that aura around her? I think we talk about aura with celebrities, right? I think Prince had that aura. Michael Jackson had that aura. Uh, shit, you could say James Brown, Elvis had it because, he, especially in their times, it was so rare to get a glimpse inside their real life. We just kind of see what the media portrayed and what they said about them. And you see Lauren Hill now, you know, everybody's bitching about how she was always late to her shows, how she's she needs psychi- psychiatric help, all this, all this bullshit, right? But if you really see what she's talking about, how she's, I'm just paraphrasing. She said, I, I told you I was going to get up at the game early. Why do I need to be a clown? Why do I got to come out and do this over again, be a parody myself? It's like she knows she's never going to reach that miseducation, the score. She's never going to reach that Lauren Hill again, that prime Lauren. So why be in the game still? Why why saturate her her catalog and her legacy and her legend, her aura, you know, for the fans? And I I agree with that, man. And uh, no phony love, Charlie. You know, Charlie Wilson. That's you know, that's going to be for the old heads, one hundred percent. Wasn't my favorite track on here, but it's something I won't skip over. I really enjoy hearing Nas on this beat. Uh, again, brunch on Sundays with Blast, and you guys know Blast right now is like my guy Rue said. I don't think he's dropped anything bad. He can't. He's he, he's like ten for ten, one thousand percent. And uh, just to hear Nas speak on that, uh, the brunch on Sundays, it sounds like it's again he's having fun with the new generation, and that's something we need, man. We need something like that uh, to keep hip hop going. We gotta, you know, we gotta put over that next generation. But Nas is really showing that he still got it. Uh, Count Me In was a great one. Composure. Nas is good. My Bible. You got the Nipsey little sample in there. Again, it's so hard for me to listen to albums all the way through. But this Nas album, if you're a hip-hop head, there's no there's no denying it. And I'm not going to say the word classic. Me and my guy Don't is always talking about the word classic. It's something that everybody says, right? It's overstated. It's um something that uh we all... We say too much. Everything's a fucking classic nowadays, right? This album right here is special, though. It's one of the best albums in the last five, seven, ten years. It could be mentioned. It could be. It's not gonna have those Billboard top ten hits, but it's gonna have that hip hop flavor, that hip hop soul. What hip hop is supposed to be about. And you guys have to listen. If you guys love hip hop, trust me, you guys. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting you. It's uh something we have to listen to. It's something you gotta give a try. Just listen to it one time all the way through. Don't skip any tracks. Just listen to it all. You're going to hear something new every time. It's one of those albums. It could be a timeless album, 100%. 
And uh, what's 100% timeless is Kendrick Lamar's legacy in hip-hop, right? And look, that Kendrick Lamar came out yesterday, and uh, he dropped a bombshell on the people. Uh, supposedly, what's going on right now with K-Dot, which I know, man. I you know I, I love Kendrick Lamar forever. And uh, he dropped this post new thoughts and let me just this is titled august 20th that was yesterday uh this is what i this is what k dot stated and i quote i spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts riding listening and collecting old beach cruisers the morning rides keep me on a hill of silence i go months without a phone love loss and grief had disturbed my comfort zone but the glimmers of god speak through my music and family while the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words would land next. The life in which my words would land next. As I produce my final TD album, I feel joy to be part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years, the struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I prayed for you all. See you soon enough. Okay, Lamar. Okay, Lama. But picture of K-Duck on the bottom. So he wrote this letter to to his fans yesterday. And, you know, everybody's speculating. What's going on? Is this his final album? I read it as this is his final TDE album. Didn't say his final aftermath album. Didn't say his final Interscope album. It's a uh, K Dog is one of those out one of those rappers who have a brand of his own. He's bigger than the label, and uh, ever since we've had we listened overly dedicated. We listened to uh, CP4. We listened to the Kendrick Lamar EP. Every J Rock album, every Black Hippie single, every Absol, every Schoolboy, you see Kendrick Lamar on there representing TD to the fullest. Uh, that's what I fell in love with them at that first. Those first K Dots in 2010-11, uh, unmatched. Everything he drops will never match up to that, in my opinion. So does he? This is this a breakup? Is this something he just wants to go into other ventures? What's his life called? And that's the big mystery, right? I'm not gonna speculate. There's you know there's ruffles and uh, you know how do I say some chinks in the chain over there. I'm not smart enough. I'm not involved in that. But I think there is a time where every artist, every person has to leave what they always known and kind of you gotta you gotta you gotta get out of there, man. You gotta grow as a man, as an artist. It's time for him to leave the nest. And what? Who knows that you know what that's gonna entail? Who knows what that's gonna come with? Um, I'm gonna be listening. I know you guys are gonna be listening. I'm a hundred percent. I'm all in on K Dot. Every album, I'm always all in on K Dot. Uh, I'm intrigued. I'm listening. My ears are gonna be perked up for the next Kendrick Lamar drop. I know you guys are gonna be uh, tuning in here because I want to review the shit out of it. So it's just crazy, you know. That or speaking of auras, you know, K Dot's not one of those guys on social media a lot, and that's not out there in the world so much. And maybe there is a reason for that. Maybe we'll find out the reasons. And uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's it, it's crazy how you could keep just us wanting more. And I'm going to tell you who has us wanting more. Last night, CM Punk debuted for AEW. And I don't know if you guys watch wrestling. I tell you guys every time. I don't know if you guys watch wrestling. But let me tell you, it's emotional. It gets you feeling like you're a kid again. And the electricity in the air is unmatched. When it's when it's hitting on all cylinders, there's nothing like professional wrestling. And yesterday, CM Punk debuted for AEW. It came out in his hometown, Chicago. And let me tell you, the pop, the, the ovation was legendary. We can say that. When you have that, ro- it's called a road warrior pop. When the crowd just fucking does not stop yelling for you. It's crazy. It was amazing. There's not many moments like that in wrestling left. There's not many professional wrestlers who can move the needle like that. And there's probably won't be like that. There won't be another one for a very, very long time. Uh, and CM Punk's back. It was a beautiful moment in wrestling. I'm glad I got to witness that. You know, there's not going to be many times either where we're going to stop everything we're doing just to watch some wrestling. Um, 
man, I stopped everything I had planned yesterday because I was like, oh, fuck, Rampage is on Friday night tonight. I need to check this out. And just to hear CM Punk talk and just discuss what brought him back, the fans, you know, working with the new guys, you know, calling out Darby Allen. If there's one star that AEW has produced on their platform without assistance from WWE or anything of that nature, their own star is Darby Allen. With the, the way they utilize him with Sting is fucking, it's it's great. You know, I know a lot of us knock what AEW's doing because it's not WWE. It's not what WWE would do. But that's what they're doing to break in the mold. And just to have CM Punk work with Darby Allin at All Out, I'm really, really excited for that. And just to see, you know, how you know he, the, how could he get how could he get healthy if he stays at the place that made him sick in the first place? That was amazing. And when he first left wrestling back in 2005, he returned 16 years later. And you could take that, you know. You could put that in a thousand words, you know. That 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 scene was a thousand words. You could read between the lines, you know. WWE killed that man's love for pro wrestling, and hopefully we get to see him discover it again. Put some guys over, make make these guys into stars that they never thought they'll be. And is this is this gonna be the landscaping shift? Is this gonna change the, you know, um, how do I say the per? Uh, what's the word that Marxy always use? This is going to change the landscape. This is going to change everything in wrestling. This, this is the start of it. Just to get a major player like that. This isn't just some guy who's a cast off. Who you know WWE can't figure out what to do anymore. They just go to another company. This is the man. This is that This is that king's. This is that king right here. This is that king play. This is a game of chess. And he's the king right now. And uh, can he make the moves that are necessary? To get AEW elevated to that 1A, 1B conversation. Uh, maybe they can't match revenue uh, generated, but can they match intrigue, excitement, and get those fans that left years ago? Are they back now? Are they going to continue to watch? Um, I'm really excited to see what AEW's numbers were looking like last night. Uh, it's amazing again to see CM Punk, CM Punk back in the game. It's a good time for wrestling, period. And I'm really, really excited to see what happens. I hope you guys are too. I'm really excited to see what happens tonight. We got Manny Pacquiao and Mr. Yugas. I know we thought Manny Pacquiao and Spence were going to get down, but we got Yugas in the building, and everybody's kind of, you know, I think it. I think it's kind of unanimous. They think that Pacquiao is going to be fighting, um, or Pacquiao is going to be uh, destroying my guy Yugas. And I don't know you guys, man. This man, this kid is just. He's not even a kid. He's twenty six to four, thirty five years old. Cuba. These Cuban fighters, man, they have a way to really uh, make things happen. And you gotta think, Yugas has beat uh, Omar Figueroa. He's beat Abel Ramos. He lost to Sean Porter. Uh, he, I can't say he's beat. You know, he's been the best competition in the world. But damn, he does have a title. And, and how he got it is up for debate. We can't. We could discuss right or wrong. But fuck, you guys already know what the politics and the boxing is. So we're gonna see a 35 year old Ugas, and uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm interested. In what's gonna happen, Manny Pacquiao? I feel horrible for. This is supposed to be one of his career, if he needs one, right? His career defining moments against Spence and it's just you know sucks for the boxing fan who got robbed of that we always thought you know especially since this is his first fight since the Thurman fight when was that about um 2020 2019 it's crazy I really want to see what happens with that I really want to see um I want to see Spence and Pacquiao. I don't know about you guys, man. Um, I think Pacquiao beats you guys tonight. That's my prediction. I don't have any doubts about that. It's going to be uh, one of the, Manny is an aggressive fighter. Manny's ready. Manny has something to prove. Hopefully, I know Spence has that, that, that retinous tear or scratch. There's something with his eye right now. And uh, I just want to see Manny Pacquiao perform at the level he's capable of performing. I know we got Canelo and Plant coming. And I, I think we got to agree with what my guy... um. Man, who was talking about this? Was this Tony Atlas? Just saying, you know, paraphrasing, it's not that, you know, we're shitting on Kayla Plant. But right now, Canelo Alvarez is the best boxer in the world. 
especially in that division, there's no one, he's tears above the competition, there's no one above him, there's no one who could really put a stake, a stake in his area, his a stake on his land, Caleb Plant has a title, yes, and Canelo has a mission to unify these belts, November 6th, I am excited, and let me see, do I have a gig that week, oh god, of course I do. So I'm I want to probably miss that. Like I'm missing the fight tonight, but I'm, I'm sure I'll watch that on the Young Fire Stick. Really, really excited to see Canelo become one of the greats. And I know a lot of people don't like Cinnamon, especially after the GGD debacles. But the man is gonna fight everybody you put in front of him, and you gotta give heart to that. Same thing with Manny Pacquiao. They're gonna fight anybody you put in front of them. They know what the legacy means. I know they and money's a great thing too, right? But I think at this point they're getting paid. But why not make my legacy, you know, really impact the game of boxing so they could talk about me in twenty years. And we'll see what happens. we I'm really, really excited for that. And uh, speaking of 20 years, ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys have been watching what's going on with this whole Afghanistan situation. Let's just break down the numbers real fast. Um, they're not going to, even yesterday, Mr. Joe Biden, President Biden was, you know, fabricating this bullshit. We spent over $2 trillion in 20 years in Afghanistan. That's almost $200 million a day. Picture that. $200 million a day. First argument is. Okay, he's right in this aspect of we accomplished our mission. We wanted to get out. We wanted to get Al Qaeda out of there. We wanted Afghanistan not to harbor any terrorism, any terrorist groups like Al Qaeda, right? And we wanted to kill Osama bin Laden. Perfect. I agree with that hundred percent. But he cannot say that we did not try to make that world a democracy. He cannot say that the United States, no matter who was at the helm at president, our foreign policy was designed to make sure that Afghanistan becomes a, becomes a democracy within itself. Not an Islamic state. They can say whatever they want. We try to rebuild Afghanistan in our image. We knew this. So how could President Biden say that was not the mission? And you guys can see, if you guys read these reports, they got, you know, they got new gasoline stations, new schools, new malls, everything on Americans' doll. We built all that stuff, and we were always the policemen of the area. We knew if we left, the chances of any terrorist group, any group at all that's not the Afghan government can come and overtake this land, come and overtake this government they established there that we attempted to input. We knew this was going to happen. So this kind of rubbed me the wrong way when, you know, the the the, the general of the army, the general staff, whatever the fuck you want to call the highest rank official. I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert, but I can speak on it, right? I have an opinion. How did you not know that this is going to happen? And it happened in eight days. How did you not know that? And on top of that, I know, you know, with the whole airport debacle, it sucks sucks seeing that, man. It sucks seeing what people are willing to do to gain freedom. Freedom. Freedom is a word that we take for granted here. I don't care what anybody says. Those people are willing to die to come back to the United States. They wanted freedom. 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 You can't say that you didn't know you're gonna leave behind seven thousand Americans. Doesn't matter if they're working for us or they you know they're Afghanistan. We promised them if we made a deal to make these people American citizens, have special visas, not gonna even debate if that's right or not. If they were willing to put their lives at risk in order for us to win this ter- war on terrorism and we promised them that, then let's make let's make sure we keep our word. If we left American citizens there once we got out and we knew they were there, we left them behind with this hope of, oh, yeah, we're going to put 5,000 troops in there. And if you touch a hair on anybody, we're going to make sure you feel it. That's empty. Those threats are, you know, I love hearing it. Love hearing it. As an ignorant person, hell, yeah, show them who got the balls, Mr. Biden. But how do you leave five, seven thousand 7,000 Americans behind enemy lines? Because as of right now, that's what they are. Do you really believe the Taliban is going to give basic human rights to women? Do you really believe the Taliban wants everybody at the table in this new Islamic government? Like, come on, yo. You know, if you look at the report and see what they're doing to people, everybody who's in who's trying to have a rally, a peaceful rally, they're shooting down in cold blood. And to have our president make excuses, then I hold accountability and place blame on others. That's not the American way. I know you guys didn't like President Trump. 
I know you guys didn't like Barack Obama. I didn't know you guys didn't like President Bush, Clinton. But I don't know if any of them really place blame on that, on, on bullshit like that, like President Biden is. It's, it, it's sad to see what's going on right now. It's sad to see how we've been saying for the last five years, bring the troops home. And once we bring the troops home, we get the backlash of it. There's two sides to the story. It's horrific to see what's happening in Afghanistan. It's horrific to see men, women, men, women, kids killed. It's sad. But we spend $2 trillion to build up that government. We spent $2 trillion to get 300,000 Afghanistans trained and, mobi- and mobilized to f- protect the government. The Afghanistan president left. He left his post, left it to somebody else, whatever constitution they have. Who's next in line? Don't know. Don't know. The, don't only fucking know the American constitution like the back of my hand. Expect me to know the Afghanistan constitution? They left their post. I don't know how many of those 300,000 soldiers turned their back on us and went to the other side. They're t- part of the Taliban now. Or they just, they just went AWOL and just deserted their post. But there was no fight. So what do we do? Do we stay and fight a fight that they don't want to fight? Or do we... I think it was going to get ugly no matter what. We knew this. You guys can honestly say when we left this damn country, it was going to be the way we envisioned. We knew that this, this democracy might crumble. Especially when there's no urge from anybody to fight back against whatever Taliban, ISIL, Al-Qaeda. Who knows? You guys, you guys, how do we know that Al-Qaeda's gone? How can we trust the government to tell us the truth? They can't even tell us what's in these vaccines, which I got. I'm not going to say I didn't. And to hear the words, and you guys got to, man, just to hear the president say we spent $280 million a day on this war. That's a spin in the face of all Americans. Look how much gas prices are. Look at our educational system. Why can't we make a cross friendly? We want to bring illegal immigrants over fine. And the ones who are, you know, the ones who want to be here, the ones who want to strive for the American dream, why can't we um, create a cost friendly program for them to become citizens, contributing citizens? Everybody has the right to be here. Of course, the ones who are fucking felons, the ones who want to cause chaos, of course, kick them out. They have no business here. But the ones who've been here 15 years on a work visa, give them their fucking citizenship. They've worked hard, especially the ones who are deeply rooted here, second, third generation. Man, you can't take away that, man. We got to put money in our schools, man. Put money in our fucking roads. Look at the rail. Look at Highway 58. Horrible, and we could spend three hundred million on a foreign war that we had that had nothing to do with us after we got rid of the enemy. We had this subjective to take out Al Qaeda, and we did it. Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda, what the fuck them all? It's just crazy, man. And and now we have American citizens left there, hoping one day they get out. Don't know what the plan was, but that but the plan that we're we're being fed sounds like bullshit. It doesn't matter if it was President Trump, I would call him out on his bullshit. Bush, Obama, bullshit, Biden, I'm calling on your bullshit. This wasn't well thought out. It's horrific to see what's going on. And there's the chances of any American lives lost after this now. Because I don't think we could ever trust the Taliban. Don't forget, about two, three weeks ago, they said, we'll never work with the Taliban. But then you have the NSA advisor saying, well, if they provide basic human rights to the people, we'll be willing to give aid and assistance. We're going to be willing to give more American-paid money, American-paid taxpayer money, to our Taliban just to make sure that they they hold their end up they give those basic human rights don't know y'all but hey this is episode 97 the STS podcast I got pro boxer Pablo the shark Rubio coming up check it out we gone hey what's up y'all it's Ernie C the gap to the genius this is gonna be episode 97 of the STS podcast um, just wanted to show some love to everybody fast. Y'all, you know where we're at. This is the STS Podcast Studios. Uh, we're going to have, again, Pro Boxer, Pablo Shark Ruby on here. Showing some love to the Ranch Boys. You know me. I, I'm showing love to everybody. I don't, I love podcasts all over the world. And I'm really glad you guys are here to join us. Make sure you guys purchase some merch from us. We got signs over the east side right now. If you guys take a picture and tag me, we're going to get you guys in a raffle at the end of the month. And I think it's going to be about, I think it's $50 for the first month. And then we have the mailing list also. You sign up for the mailing list. And man, we're going to give you guys $100 just for signing up for the mailing list. Easy money. We all love easy money. Again, um, we're going to have Pablo the Shark Rubio on right now. Just wanted to give... Um, 
a quick shout out to everybody, man. We appreciate all the traffic we're getting through the website. See it. Um, man, if you guys are having the recovery cart, there's like 32 orders on there, which is weird. I guess you guys are just buying later. That's cool, but just make sure y'all get that, man. Cause it's it's a, it's a, it's a recovery thing. I don't have the feature to remind y'all doing that. So again, episode ninety seven. This is gonna be um, a good episode, man. Without Pablo the Shark Rubio, I don't know where the STS podcast is at. He's one of the first pro boxers out of Bakersfield to join. He's under Golden Boy Promotions. He's um. You know he's 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 associated with Ron Artest. He's Ron Artest's first boxer. So for him to come back on the pod and show us some love, it's it's a great thing. I think we got the podcast moving. We got the website moving again. BookEC3.com. Show us some love. We got so many ways for you guys to win free money. The only thing we're trying to do is to get the word out. We got the podcast. We got the DJ services. We got the merch. Episode 100 is coming so soon. And I know my guy Domo knows what that means. We're not going to announce anything yet. But I will announce this for episode 100. We're going to have... A big, big, big live telethon. If you call the 923, you're gonna get a hundred dollars. And every five callers, you're gonna get free merch. You're gonna get some um, a free hour with just snap it. We got so many things going on right now. Um, I don't know who Luigi is, my guy. I'm sorry, Luigi. We can't put you in right now, bro. I'm waiting for my guy Pablo the Shark Rubio to come on. And um, yeah, shout out to everybody, man. And again, make sure y'all purchase the merch, man. The purchase here to. Um, it's in stock. You don't gotta wait for it. I'll drop it off. I'll mail it to you. Whatever way you guys want to do, we gotta keep grinding shirts, biker shorts for the ladies. I know you guys like to get you working on in style. Uh, we got the gym shorts for you know you guys want to go to the gym. Y'all want to play some hoop. Y'all just want to walk around and let you know that you guys like to grind. You guys get that shit, man. It's 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 a fun time right now. We're having fun. Everything we're doing right now is just fun, man. If it wasn't fun, it, it's not even work. We don't even consider this thing work, then. Um. Yeah, guys, I got you. Let me get. The, I'm gonna knock this pot out. I wanna be over there. We got all that. You just ordered at six o'clock in the morning. You woke me up. I was like, man, who's who's ordering at six o'clock in the morning? But yeah, we're gonna episode ninety-seven again. We have Pablo the Shark Rubio. He's gonna be on here as soon as he gets on. We'll get him in here. Um, if you guys have any questions, you guys can put them on here. It's something we don't do often. If you guys have any questions with Pablo the Shark Rubio, my guy is undefeated again out of Whittier, California. Um, one of my favorite guests to have on here for sure. My guy's always showed us love, and he's going to be on right now. Let's get him on. Let's see here. Yeah, my guy. Good. What up? What up? What's good with you, brother? Man, bro, what's what's good with you, bro? You're everywhere right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. We staying busy. Now everything's been cool, man. Everything been cool. We've been training and shit. Staying busy. That's good, bro. How's it feel to get this um I guess this little media presentation you got everywhere, everybody's, you know, getting getting online with you, bro. How's it feel for to know that people haven't forgot about you, bro? Yeah, no, it's it's cool, man. Um, uh, I mean, we've been out for what, two years and shit and uh now it's good to be back though. It's good to be back. Um, crazy how we're able to get back like on Showtime, you know, Definitely. on the card. Um, now it's a blessing, bro. But you know, we try and stay ready. Uh, now we try and stay busy. Now you know. Definitely, bro. I think with the pandemic, bro. Before that, you were you had a hand injury. So yeah. This pandemic and with the injury, it's kind of like you you've been on ice for a while. And how did it feel to get back? I know you got back in the ring about two weeks ago. How did it feel to be back in front of a live crowd too, of course? How did it feel to be back? No, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it sucks because, yeah, we came off an injury. Um, and then we had got back in 2019. But it was like right after that, it's like the damn pandemic came out. Mm-hmm. And then we were like out for another two years. So it was like, man. So it was crazy. But, again, it was a blessing getting back on it. Um on a big undercard and now it, it, it's been it's been good um i felt great felt excited again and uh to be behind a, a crowd it, it was cool man it was cool that 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 i didn't have to fight in front of like an, an empty stadium you know to, yeah definitely bro i mean from watching those i mean it's cool you hear the punches but yeah and i mean the energy 
it, it feels even better when everybody's there. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. And you, I'm sure you feed off you feed off of the crowd, right? That, yeah, that's gonna give that extra. That kind of gets you over the hill a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, knowing that everybody right there is supporting you. You know, definitely, bro. It was nice to see. I think people who haven't watched you, they need to check you out, man. Especially your early fights at the what was the the Delaware fight you used to fight all the time, the Velasco Velasco Theater, bro. Animal, bro. Like it's like the, the switch you turn on is just. I know we don't want to hurt our opponents, but you're trying to, you know, you you try to win this fight, and it's it's amazing to see the warrior mentality you've had. And yeah. um, I think the game has been missing that, Pablo. The game's been missing that, my guy. <laughs> Man, it's that mentality where it's either me or him. I I try and let it be me, you know. <laughs> Definitely. So real fast, besides the boxing thing, you, I just see you know, the full. What the hell, the full network? Um. Oh, uh, who's gone? gone wild? Yeah. How does it feel to be out there, bro? That's a big, big. That's a cosign that man. Latinos love that shit, bro. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, no, it was crazy, man. Speaking of that, I even got their their shirt on and shit, bro. <laughs> Shout out to them. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was crazy. Uh, me and uh, me and my good friend uh, Chris Munoz had the idea of uh, you know getting Foos Gone Wild in, involved, and he's pretty tapped in with, with, with them Foos. And, uh, yeah, we were just talking, thinking the fight was going to be July 30th, and then they canceled, then July 23rd, and then that one canceled, and then they were just like, oh, can you fight next week? So I was like, all right, last-minute shit. So we didn't really get to do what we wanted to do, but um, I told Chris, I was like, yo, I was like, just give me the socks. I just want the socks. <laughs> the socks are legendary, and, uh, bro. Yeah, and man, we didn't think it was gonna turn out the way it did, you know. Yeah. So it was it was cool. It was cool, man. I appreciate all the love from everybody that I got it from. It's crazy how you know the 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 effect of social media can put eyes everywhere in the country, bro, in the world right now. And yeah. I think with you too, bro. Just being a Latino boxer, people love that dude. And and the pictures you got on there too. And with with the foot with those with um you know the high socks. That, that yeah. shit was, that was made, bro. That was perfect. That was, like, what they looked for, for sure. For real, man. Hey, shout out to the homie that that took the picture, bro. Man. <laughs> uh, his his IGs uh, is, what is it, Get With The Winners. Uh, he has good photos, and, man, but he, he, he got a perfect one that night. It was meant to be, bro. Like, well, those things are just meant to be moments. We can't really prepare for those. Those are just things... It's just the universe, and that shit, we, we grind for that type of stuff, bro. Yeah, exactly. That exposure is freaking crazy. I just, like, I remember just seeing you around, like, hey, that's, that's my guy, Pablo. What the hell is he doing? Bro, it's everywhere, man, bro. When it happened, it was it was crazy. So I was hanging out with my with my homies. Um, we were waiting for an Uber to get picked up to go to, uh, what's that one place in downtown, uh, 82nd? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an arcade place and shit. And uh, we were waiting. And next thing you know, my phone starts blowing up. I'm kind of like, what the fuck? And I look at it, and I was like, what the hell? Why my shit blowing up like that? Next thing you know, I click it, and it's like, it was on Foods Gone Wild. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was, I was tripping. I was like, bro, my shit rang for like five seconds, and I clicked it. The shit had like 10,000 likes already. I was like, what the fuck? You but, deserve that, bro. You deserve that exposure. Just went straight to the comments, though. I was like, I got to see what <laughs> they will man, people are so savage out there too. They don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah. Dude, I love seeing it. Dude. I love seeing it. That shit was funny, but it was like it was like positive feedback though, you know? It was yeah. dope. So that what do you what have you taken the last two years, Pablo, since you've been gone? What's been something that's really been keeping you keeping you hungry? One make sure that your grind never stops. Um I feel like it's it's a lot of love for the sport, you know. Um, and then I was working at FedEx for a little bit and realized, like, that shit, that 9 and 5 ain't, ain't for me, you know. Yeah, sure. But shout out to everybody right there. It was cool. It was a cool little job getting paid weekly. It's cool getting a little bit of money, you know. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie, like, getting paid weekly was cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, I mean, breaking your back for something that you don't really like doing, it ain't yeah. it. You know, so, so I, uh, I want to express to people to do what you love to do and go out there and get it. Cause man, when, once you find that love for something, that passion, it's, you ain't working. You just enjoying life really. You know? 
definitely, bro. I think that's what we were talking about before you got on. Like, everything we're doing right now isn't work. Like, I do think, oh, well, you're busy, but it's clearly busy, but it's not work, though. It's what you love to do. It's your passion. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what it is, man. That's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me going. That's that's what keeps me staying in it. You know, I, I came this far. And can't hold me back from nothing. Yeah, bro. I, I don't think like, like say the exposure is always fun, bro. But I don't think that takes away from your your will to keep grinding and get better as a boxer. Um, I don't think people understand that you could, but especially with boxing, there's never a point where you can't get better. There's always something you could do that's better, right? Yeah. You always find something to improve on. What have you been working on, Pablo? The last since um the last two years, what have you been noticed? Have you do you study film of yourself, or what have you been working on? Um, mainly. Because I'm always the bigger fighter in this division now, um, got to keep that distance for sure. Um, I still get in my feels to like, to, to want to get inside, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, I mean, is 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 all good? Like, I've been working on that. I've been working on my jab, keeping that distance, um, using a lot of my left because. Um, with my right, you see, I injured it. Kind of want to stay off of it as much as I can, but it's there when I need it, you know. Yeah, I was about to ask, does that kind of linger in your mind a little bit, bro, when you're fighting like that? I know you, you've been having some issues with the right hand for some time now. Do you think that still gives you a little bit of um, like hesitation? Uh, no, not not really, because once once we're in that in that zone, it's kind of like it's all there. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it if I have to, even yeah, if definitely, I definitely, bro. You know? <laughs> definitely, my guy. Um, we were talking about too, like I think you're episode seven, my guy. You were like one of the first people I ever reached out to yeah. say, "Yo, I need you on a pod." I was on, like I was hitting you up all the time, like, bro. I need to get a pod, and if we could go out there and do that, was I think people don't even know what happened with that one. I think we, I had to go make go to uh, Whittier twice, my guy. <laughs> you remember that, dude? That was yeah. I was so mad at myself. I think we recorded the first pod. Yeah, and some shit happened. And dude, that shit was gold. That <laughs> shit was like the one of the best pods. That's like one of the most best unheard pods in the world, dude. It has to be because we, man, I think we killed it that one, man. <laughs> we did that shit live in a restaurant, yo. Like that was that was wild. Yeah. And then it fucking erased. I was so mad, dude. <laughs> that shit's not gonna happen this time, my guy. No, it's all good. No, but I do appreciate you always coming on, bro. Like you have no idea how much. That helps out this 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 brand that we're building here in Bakersfield, dog. I know you're in Whittier, but it's all Cali wide. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Uh, I love the support that you keep putting on me, man. I appreciate it for real. Definitely, bro. Like I'm, like I said, like people don't even know what you're capable of yet. Like they just got a glimpse of it. And I know it's kind of the name's kind of getting around right now because the food's gone wild. But they yeah. they weren't out there two three years ago and seen the that the animal that you could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, most definitely. Yeah, do we still like, so, you know. Do you feel like you got better within the last two, three years, bro? Um, I believe so. I believe I did. Um, a little bit more technical, again, using the jab more. Um, I feel like that's a big thing that I started doing was using the jab, getting faster at it, mm-hmm. and uh, just movement, and uh, not still keeping that aggression though. Still going forward, still throwing punches. That that's why, like, I I I always want to give a show. I always want to give a show, man. Yeah. I don't believe uh, disappointed. Definitely, bro. With the current, I guess, list of boxers right now, who do you look for? Who do you look to? Like, who do you kind of study a little bit? Oh, I, I like the way he did that. Let me see if I can utilize that in my game plan. Um, I mean, one of my favorite boxers um, are, like, of course, Canelo. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Terrence Bud Crawford, though. And, Crazy. Uh, yeah, man, that that he, he has a dog in him, you know. Uh, but uh, usually them too. Uh, but I mean, you always get a little piece from from everybody here and there. Uh, everybody always has something that that you're intrigued by, and you study off of, and you know, just grab little pieces of of everything. Definitely, bro. So we this weekend we were supposed to be the Spence and Pacquiao fight. Yeah, but it looks like it's like like I guess my guy Spence got that retina injury. That I understand that hundred percent. So yeah. what are your what are your thoughts on you guys and Pacquiao this weekend? Um, man, I still got Pacquiao. I'm pretty sure now a lot of people are are kneeling towards uh, Pacquiao. Definitely. But uh, 
now I was always Pacquiao, even with Spence. I was I was always with Pacquiao. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if if a lot of people are gonna watch it now. Um, I understand that the Spence fight was gonna be something big. And biggest fight you can, one of the biggest fights you can make, I think, bro. Yeah, no, it's it would have been, despite how uh, Pacquiao is, man, he still got it, bro. <laughs> do, you, do you see him out here in these streets of? Was he is he now is he in LA right now or is he in Vegas? Um, he was training like he does his training camp in Griffith Park. Okay, uh, okay. But if he's training out here with Manny, then they'd be at the wild card. Bro, he looks freaking awesome for being 43, 44 years old. Yep. I think if he beats you guys too, though, bro, I think he's still he's moving up that ladder of top five, top ten boxers of all time. If he wasn't, oh, if he wasn't there already. Yeah. No, most definitely. With, I think with Spence too, though, bro, once he, if he beats Spence, whenever they do fight, I don't know. I think you got to give Manny a top five nod 100%. <laughs> no, most definitely, man, because – Spence ain't an easy fighter. He's a he's a big guy. One of the best boxers this era has to offer, I think, bro. Yeah, yeah I would I would say so. I think right now it would be Lopez, Canelo, and probably Spence. Those three guys are probably the face of the box. And if Pacquiao beats Spence, it's like, yo, he's that guy. He was. I know he lost to Mayweather, but that's no, that's okay in in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. Um, no, man. Pacquiao still has that speed. He's still got that movement. And I believe that's what he was going to give Spence trouble at, uh, getting inside his movement mm-hmm. and throwing, throwing just a bunch of combinations because that's what Manny's good at. And especially he's a southpaw fire. I'm sure you know, too, just finding yeah. southpaw fire is not as easy as it looks. No, it's not. You got to find those little points, man, because it's, it's a little bit tougher on the orthodox people because we don't fight southpaw as much. And... And Southpaws, that's all they fight. That's mm-hmm. all they fight. It's just orthodox people. So they're used to it. The the feet movement for there, it's better. Yeah. Um, so you just have to adjust to it, you know. It takes time, but I mean, uh you could work anybody could work on it. Definitely, bro. So hopefully we don't get another shutdown or anything, right? What's the plans for the rest of this year, man? Two thousand twenty one and uh, going to two thousand twenty two for Pablo the Shark Rubio. Uh right now we're looking for November. Looking towards November, and uh, after that, I mean, if everything comes out cool, uh, I'll be good for another fight. And for next year, you know, just continue to stay busy. Um, shout out to Samson Promotions because he's the one that got me on Showtime, and we're probably gonna be uh, still try to be on Showtime with him. So we'll see how it goes. It's crazy, bro. Like I said it's 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 wonderful to see that you still have that support. It's been a while. Yeah. Whatever we're gonna, we won't forget you, my guy. Like I always told you, to, we we love to see you fight, dude. Love to see you fight. Yeah. And that's just not just because you're on my pod. It's because we used to go to Velasco. And like, damn, the Rubio's fighting. Okay, I need to go see that yeah. fight. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred sure. percent. But that's what I try to bring. I just try to bring a show, man. I love fighting. I I, I love to bring fights. And uh, like I said, I don't want people leave disappointed i want i want them to to enjoy themselves and enjoy the show and that's how they're gonna remember you bro i think that's how we remember all the greats you know what i mean like we just remember that relentless that heart and you're willing to get one but you're gonna give two back you know what i mean i think that's always been your style too it is a mexican style bro we don't you guys don't back down you know what i mean it's not like we're gonna <laughs> yeah. get inside and we're gonna fight you're gonna have to beat me you're gonna have to make sure i'm on the ground i can't get up like there's yep. no we don't really operate with the points. We're trying to fight. Like this is this is we fight for everything we got. We trying to earn everything we got. Yeah, yeah. With the with the current with your current um you know where you are as a boxer, who else is um you know you want to give shout a shout out to like your current uh, peers in the boxing game right now? Oh yeah, no, most definitely, especially uh, right there at the gym, Kasuma. Kasuma's been helping helping me out and. Uh, we're supposed to fight a lefty at first, and that's what Kasuma is. Kasuma's a lefty, uh, softball, and uh, man, he's helped me throughout the the whole time. Kasuma's a great fighter, great lefty. Uh, fights at 122. Um, he had just fought in the Thompson show, and won, I believe this is fifth fifth bout. And uh, nah, he's doing he's doing great though. Uh, shout out to him because he was a big help. Definitely. Uh, What's it called? Luna. 
I'm doing that from the gym right there too. Appreciate it. Uh, Anthony Cuba, uh, another fighter. Uh, everybody was helping me out, get ready for that fight, man. Um, mm -hmm. not, but it's a blessing to have everybody around because they're a big help. They're a big help. It never goes unnoticed. And that that fight was what, was that fight in Carson? No, San, San Antonio, right? My fight, yeah, my fight was in San Antonio, Texas. How was, how was that, bro? It was different, man. It it was cool, you know. I don't really go out of state, so actually fighting out of state uh, for my second time, it it was cool. But like Texas was, it was different, and uh, didn't really get to go out a lot. Went to the Alamo, which is yeah. pretty nice, pretty cool right there. Uh, now it it was it was dope. We got some homies out there, right there. Uh, shout out Doman and Southside Hoodlum. They came out and performed for us. Uh, now it it was cool. It was a little different, a little humid out there, but God, right? Not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. I just we went, I went to DC recently, bro, and that shit was humid. I wasn't ready for that. Us Cali boys are not meant for that humid shit. <laughs> I got a sweating out there just standing. <laughs> bro, you would drop weight out there if we ran some miles out yeah. there. Yeah, like, water weight. <laughs> That's how it was when we went to New York too. We went on a bad, bad time, man. God, dude, I'm not. I don't ever want to get used to that type of weather, bro. I don't know how people can operate out there. No way. <laughs> but we definitely got to get you out here in the field, my guy. Because, uh, I guess I'm not podcasting. Um, just a regular talk, bro. Uh, yeah. We gotta come. We gotta get 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 you out here, my guy. Get you linked up, dude. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. It's gonna be a good time, dog. We only um. Whatever we got, we got a lot of shit going on out here, man. So whenever you want to come slide over here, dude, you're more than welcome to come, man. You got a spot here all the time. Yeah, most definitely. Hell yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> How's your pops doing? Oh, uh, they're doing good. He's actually in San Diego right now doing the ring. Oh, wasn't that surprised? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Same busy. Dude, that's just that man. See, isn't it crazy now? We know we kind of got this break, right? We kind of like you said, you wanted a FedEx and like. We're going back into that world, right? And yeah. once we find something we love, we can never go back to that world, bro. Yeah, man. Bro, it's, it's crazy. It was, I knew what I was getting into, but in the end, when I started seeing that the shows were coming back little by little, man, I immediately jumped on it. I was like, bro, this, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> everybody right there, because even the bosses were cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jerry, Tony. Uh, they, they, they were all cool because uh, I basically still had my job. You know, they said just come once or twice, keep your payroll active. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're all like, come back whenever you want. So I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, I was still getting a little check here and there while, you know, training for a fight and shit. And now they, they kept it real cool with me. And But in the end, I was just like, man, I was like, I ain't, I ain't going back at all, bro. I was like, Whoa. It's tough, my guy. It's it's so especially like when you know you're doing this work for somebody else. Like when you like right now, bro. I think this is the perfect time to build your brand, Pablo. Yeah. This yeah. is the perfect time to build the shark, my guy. The eyes are on you, dude. You gotta strike when the iron's hot, dog. Yeah. And some people don't know when it's when it's time, but I'm. I think you have every indication, bro. It's it's time, dude. You've been you've been killing it out here, man. They love you out here. Almost definitely, you know. Yeah, like you said, it's time to start, you know, putting out. That'd be yeah. cool, bro. And if you need help with anything or any direction, or I, I got some people too, my guy, we'll link you up and whatever you need, bro. We got some cool, we we'll get some ideas going. I'll be more honored to help you, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely we ready and shit. <laughs> Spread the motherfucking word out here, dude. We need that. We need, especially with the next, it's time for the next generation, bro. Canelo's not gonna get any younger, my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's time, bro. It's time. Yep, yep, yep. But do you want to have you know, do you have any last minute shouts, bro? Anybody you want to shout some love to? Uh, you know the the whole Shark Sports Boxing. Everybody at the Shark Sports Boxing, uh, right here that we opened up at Jim and Whittier, and uh, yeah, thanks thanks to everybody out here, um, all the new supporters, everybody from Who's Gone Wild, appreciate everybody, uh, Who's Gone Wild themselves, and then uh. Everybody at the Midi Coast, Chris Munoz, Cypress, Chrissy, FIFA, Ratchethon, everybody, man. Yeah. We really feel my guy, and we always, we always more than welcome to come on the pod, my G. So whenever you can, or whenever you, after a fight, 
um, come on by, bro. We'll have you on. Oh, for sure. Most definitely, man. I appreciate you, for real. I got you, my guy. Anytime. Appreciate you. You help put us on, bro. We're going to stay on now with you, so we're here. <laughs> definitely. All right, my guy. Pablo the Shark Reveal, Ernie C. The Gaffin Genius, episode 97. We out. Yes, sir.